Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, 10 years since the beginning, we are talking about Infinity War. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Oh my goodness, we finally saw it. We finally saw Avengers Infinity War. 10 years, 10 years we've been waiting for this moment. Uh, well, that's that's not really fair. We'll see six years we've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> Ten years. This we, is, this four is years we waited story. for Avengers. Avengers set up Thanos, and we were like, oh, Thanos. Uh, this is a story in the making for ten years. And, man, what did you think? Uh, let's, we're, we're, let me just say, we're going to do a little bit of a spoiler-free takes on what we saw, and then, but shortly, shortly, we're going to get into spoilers. So if you're here for the spoilers, we will be right with those. Uh, if you're not here for spoilers, <laughs> we'll give you a little bit, a little taste. We'll be right with you. We'll give you a little taste. Uh, what do you think? What's your spoiler-free review, my friend? I am absolutely blown away. I, I'm in shock over, <laughs> over this movie, over how good it was, and how... Like, okay, so going going into filming and everything, Feige was saying this movie is going to shake up the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it. Like, after this movie, everything changes. Yep. And, you feel oh like, my God, how You feel like they've he? accomplished that? Yeah, a little bit. I didn't yeah. think it would be on such a scale. Yeah. It definitely, definitely shakes things up uh, for, for for the future, and uh, I want to talk about spoilers so bad, uh, but um, but but I just yeah, just generally great. Just like our our, I feel like our non spoiler takes are often just like this is a really good movie, uh, but it, it really is, and they did a great job balancing all the characters. I didn't feel like I never really felt like anyone was underserved or overserved. which honestly I was impressed by. I really thought we'd get like a little more balance, like. A little more imbalance, um, where they really focused on just a few characters. Well, they were definitely, you know, characters that were focused on more. But, uh, but man, they I mean, really spent a lot of time with everybody. There were, there were the four major arcs that were going on in the beginning. Right. Let's not get into specifics too much. But yeah, they, yeah they, and they, then they, and they, it's they, like they all converged into two at the end. Yeah, they did a good job of like setting up a few storylines and keeping that those kind of groups together. And they had like, yeah. different groups of heroes. And instead of like following in, in another movie, you might be following one character while they're doing this thing and another character while they're doing that thing. And this it was like following this group of heroes and then this group of heroes and then this group of heroes. Um, and so they did a good job of doing that and like giving everyone something to do. And uh, man, so many people faced with serious emotional um, emotional moments. Uh, and also the comedy, the comedy was great. It landed, you know? Yeah, it was. And you know, the comedy was, the comedy was great, especially in the moment, but it didn't hurt the intensity of the moment. No, it didn't. Like I found myself laughing at Spider-Man because Spider-Man's quippy, but like the fight that he was in at the time, I was still like, I was giggling at him, but I was like, oh my God, it's so serious. How, how, how can he act like this right now? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the thing about Spider-Man is he's not necessarily... This version of Spider-Man isn't necessarily being quippy as he is just like... 
he's just kind of funny to listen to because he's kind of spazzy. He's more spazzy than he is quippy. Yeah, like, he just he has a running commentary on the things that are going on around him and how awesome it is. Right, and this Spider-Man doesn't have a... And he just sees everything through like a young person's sort of like pop culture lens, which is just fun. It's just fun to listen. He's fun to listen to and fun to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think that all the time he's trying to make jokes. Like in the comics, uh, a few years in, maybe he'll, he'll develop that where he's like a little more confident and making fun of the bad guys and everything. In this, yeah. he's, he's, he's facing some serious stakes and he's, uh, he's just saying what he would say, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it comes he's, off. He's as like, funny. I'm dealing with the stress of this really, really intense situation by being like, eh, ah, and things. And and character, some characters made mistakes. Some characters made some serious, um, you know, uh, some serious decisions. Um, yeah, it just just really, really. This movie had a lot of weight, and I just I, I can't wait. Uh, to see what happens next in the MCU, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, by yeah. the way, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Before we go to non-spoiler, uh, <laughs> just wanted to let you know, because a lot of every time we do one of these big movies, we get a lot of new listeners, and uh, we cover everything from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, both TV shows and movies. So uh, if you want to know more, please subscribe, rate us, all that good stuff. Um, and I think it's time to get into some spoilers. Uh, MCUcast.com I mean, if you want to find anything. Um and you didn't was, even say your name at the beginning of this. Oh, did I not? No. Uh, I'm Matthew Carroll. <laughs> and I'm Jeff Randall. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some spoilers. You see how shaken we are by this movie? We're so like, shaken. We're so shaken our format is broken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, spoiler alert. We're going to give a three, two, one count, so you got time to leave if you need to. Spoiler alert. Three, two, one. Big spoiler. Everyone's dead. They're all gone. Yeah. So we went into this movie. <laughs> the question was, who's going to die, Captain America or Tony? Even a guy in the lobby was like, who do you think is going to die, Captain America or Tony? Neither. Everyone except them <laughs> is right. the answer. Every, Basically like, everybody around them. <laughs> especially Tony. Oh, my goodness. God, and that is like, so You and I were vision. talking about, like, you and I were talking about how it's like, well, you know, we don't think, or you didn't think that the big four... We're gonna go away, like you know, Thor, Hulk, Cap, Tony, till the like, till the fourth uh, one. Yeah, like until the next one, or like maybe the end of this one, we'll lose one of them. No, they watched everybody they cared about just disappear. Yep, and, and that's exactly what Tony had. Uh, Tony had that vision in the last Avengers of all the Avengers dead at his feet, and this kind of felt like that moment. And Titan even felt a little bit like the planet he was standing on in that vision, um, just watching everyone disappear, and that's just. Tony's having his worst fear, worst fears realized. Yeah, they're playing out in front of him, and oh god, the thing that Doctor Strange said, like, you know, he he looked at like what was it, well, a million, four hundred thousand, yeah, whatever, something like that, fourteen million, whatever, like alternative realities or alternate realities yep. in the future, like alternate timelines, and they win one of them, and then. As he's disappearing. Now we're in the end game. He says, I'm sorry, this was the only way. Yep. So somehow, somehow all of this has to happen for them to win. God. Which is insane. Uh, Now, now, the big question is, I don't think all these people are dead. Well, okay. I don't think they're gone for good. I think this is... I composed a list. (laughs) Oh, did you? Okay, great. Yeah, there were the people that died before the Ashy 
Right. Before, uh, but the people who died and people who stopped existing. Yeah, the, that's exactly how, how I was saying it to uh, to the kiddos. Like, <laughs> they were like, everybody I know is dead. I'm like, no, well, not dead. They just cease to exist. And he's like, that's another word for dead. Uh-uh. I'm like, not really. It definitely looks gonna... that way in the, in, in the way they, they had it happen. Yeah. So the people who, so far that I can remember... <laughs> actually just like died loki which we call loki we called that on the cast we were like that's the most likely loki's very likely dead yeah um, loki at the beginning heimdall at the beginning oh yeah gosh valkyrie maybe she was supposed to be on the ship yeah but they said he said he only killed half of them so and she yeah, didn't die on yeah, screen but then he blew up the fucking ship uh did he yeah uh, he used the power stone and detonated the ship as he was leaving. Oh, I don't. I guess I didn't see it blow. I saw it like start to ripple with energy, but I didn't see it blow. And it I, exploded. And, and, it and like... we know Thor lasted in space for however long. And that's all yeah. he has Guardians. I, yeah. I, I can't believe we're unless unless they're going to go with the whole like Thor is now the last of his kind kind of thing, uh, which they could do. Um, but other than that, like, and I just don't. I just don't think she's dead because I don't think they'd kill her off screen. After yeah, her great yeah. introduction, um, yeah. I, th- I think we'll still see the uh, people that didn't actually die on screen. We'll see again, like Meek and um, <laughs> just all the other Asgardians. Yeah. So, like, there's Valkyrie, and then there's Sif, who we didn't see die on screen. Which she was gone from Asgard when the whole thing went down. Right. She was on like a mission from. Odin or something like that, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. She was on a mission somewhere else. So, so, so she's 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 probably fine. There are other Asgardians, and then you know, if we're going with like Agents of Shield in this, then there's that professor that had the right the Berserker staff, Peter, Peter McNichol. Um, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> so, what are they gonna do on Agents of Shield tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're going to break everything. They talk about this okay. possibly being the last season. And if like half of our crew just disappears, if that's going to be a very unsatisfying ending to the show. <laughs> yeah, it is. So Loki, Heimdall, maybe Valkyrie, but probably not. Gamora and Vision. Yep. Are the like Vision straight up. right before. Oh, God. Now, yeah, if they do something to... Awful. If they do something to reset the, the the whole thing where everyone's disappeared, that's one thing. But if they use time travel to go back and try to stop all this from happening, then, like, anyone could come back, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as we saw, the time stone can roll anything back. And, oh, God, I was crying when Wanda was having to make that... that sacrifice play mm-hmm. of holding back Thanos, but also trying to destroy the stone... And she ended up like uh, when she was holding both of those between them. I was uh, with her between them. I was like, "Oh my god, I I don't know if I can make this decision. I don't know if I could do that." Yeah. And then he says he he says to her, "I love you," and then gets destroyed. Oh, I'm about to cry again, Matt. Yep. There were multiple moments in this movie where people had to choose to sacrifice the... It's it's, it's a theme for this whole movie. Choose to sacrifice someone, especially someone that you love, or lose. <laughs> like, yeah. like that, that, that happens multiple times in this movie. Um, it's the theme is what are you willing to give up to achieve your goal? Yeah. 
What did it cost? What are you willing to sacrifice? What did it cost? Yeah. Everything. Little Gamora says. Oh my god. I'm dying. And that's and I think that's kind of like maybe that's the point they're trying to make here is everyone else was not willing to really sacrifice. In the end Wanda was, which which is what makes it even more tragic. Um but <laughs> even even you know uh early on, he does finally pull the trigger, but early on it takes if he'd pulled the trigger a little sooner, it's very possible that Star-Lord could have stopped this whole thing. Star-Lord yeah, made maybe. a couple bad decisions, and I'm a little mad at Star-Lord. <laughs> like, like that was that was an understandable bad decision, but freaking just letting his anger get the best of him and waking up Thanos. Yeah, God, I felt for Tony right there. He's like, come on, we almost got this thing off. Yeah. Please just help us. I felt for everyone there. I was really mad. Like, that's... That's the kind of decision that'll make you like, like seriously dislike a character. I'm like a little mad at my favorite character right now. <laughs> my favorite character in the universe is Star Lord, and they just like did some damage to him. Well, I mean, his heart got ripped out. Yeah, no, it's understandable that he's mad, but like you're talking about universal stakes here, and that's the thing: the Guardians <laughs> have never really been. Uh, They've never known stakes on that level. I mean, kind of, like, kind of, they did with Xandar, and honestly, and with the Guardians too. Like, they have known those stakes. Um, mm-hmm. It's just they've never had to make the decisions. They never, never, they never had to make the decision to like, like, hold their tongue or like, like, just like have some self control. And that, and that's really what they needed here. And he, and he did not have any self control. Yeah. So. Well, it's it's kind of funny. The it's like they contrast against each other because he's got all the self control in the world going up to the moment, but then when the moment presents itself, he just loses it. Yeah. Like, you know, in the in in nowhere when he was like, You guys go right and then she just kinda like walks past him and he's like, No, I said the other right and then He's making all the plans and being cool, and everybody else is like bouncing around in the low gravity and doing all kinds of goofy shit. Like, are you yawning right now? Yeah. And then when it comes time to actually like make the play, he loses it. Mm hmm. Ah, oh, God. It, this movie broke my heart. Yeah. All over the place, I, and was so good. <laughs> I kind know? of feel like the, the the Russos did a disservice to the Guardians in general. Uh, the Guardians, Do I don't, you know, they just kind of lose a lot, and they, uh, and and Star Lord makes a couple really questionable calls. I mean, he's a bit of a questionable character anyway. I agree. I agree. I'm not trying to say he's like perfect. But he normally makes the call that he needs to make at the time he needs to make it, at, at least in the movies that we've gotten so far. <laughs> and in this, mm. he's kind of like, he's just more of a, a little bit more of a hothead than we've seen in the past. Um, so well, I don't know how I feel about the way they treated Star-Lord in this movie. Um, hmm. I don't think he was a hothead until he was met with his his you love know, being dead. <laughs> my love be, my love is gone. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think it was I think it was good. And everybody else on the on the team 
in the Guardians felt right. It's just that he went through such a big change because of being faced with that consequence. Well, I felt like Drax was kind of a joke, too. He was a joke in Guardians, too, let's be honest. I mean, he's always he's always a joke, but he also always does... He's always also always the tough and kind of, like, badass of the team. You know? Like, Star-Lord is, like, a badass... Uh, despite himself, <laughs> somehow, Star Lord's like uh, ends up being a badass, even though he like you know makes makes mistakes and like uh, and and doesn't always have the good the right thing at heart. But like he normally like ends up being a, looking like doing pretty good. Um, but he's kind of a jo- he's more of a joke than Drax to me most of the time, and and like, but that doesn't make take away from his charm. Drax is normally kind of like the stoic badass who says some funny things, um, but like in this, I just he never really he never got in his really good hit against Thanos, and like that's his whole thing is he wants to kill Thanos, you know. And I wish he'd yeah, like, but he never really got in a good hit against Ronan either. Um. Well, maybe not Ronan himself, but nobody really got to get a good hit against Ronan except for the Infinity Stone. Um, yeah, and Thanos is stronger than Ronan. Sure, but I'm just saying, like, in the past, we've seen him be a badass. In this, he just didn't really ever, even against, like, he never got to fight. Maybe if he'd gotten a fight against some of the lower, lower level guys, but in this, all he fought was Thanos, so he just kind of came out looking like a chump. Because <laughs> he never does yeah. any, he never, he never makes any significant impact on any fight. Yeah, like we didn't get to see him fighting against like the Black Cull Order Obsidian. or whatever. Yeah, anybody in the Black Order. Yeah. So, so, so maybe, may so I, I just, just that's my my takeaway is I think they did the Guardians a little bit of a disservice. Not horrible. I didn't think they like didn't get the characters right at all, but it did seem a little uh, underserved. Um, not in time on screen, but like just. Uh, they. I don't think the Russos handled them as well as as James Gunn does, because you know we did we talked we just talked about the, the the tone and the jokes being right, and I yeah I, fe- I did not necessarily feel that way with the guardian the ones that were guardian centric jokes, the kind of guardian centric jokes were a little more, uh I don't know, the just just a little more, like taking away from their power somehow I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. The movie the movie definitely <laughs> does a lot to, with a lot of the characters. And, yeah, um, they have a lot of toys to play with. Yeah, um, I enjoyed Stephen Strange. I really really enjoyed the first like like the first scene of this movie is so good. The first the first bit where they're um, where they're fighting uh, where it's Stephen Strange. Tony and uh, Peter Parker in in the park fighting uh, it's just such a good scene. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I think the combination of like once they actually all get together and and start using them their powers in a team fashion, it got really, really awesome. Absolutely. And, uh, in you know in the beginning, it was like everybody was just dick measuring. Like, oh, I can beat this one guy. Watch me. I'll do this. I just really, and then I, I really nobody loved, really could. I really loved Tony explaining to Spider-Man like what was going on. Like I, I don't remember the exact, um, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something like, uh, they're, they're they're trying to catch the wizard. You got to stop him from catching the wizard. Or I don't know. Yeah. It was just <laughs> yeah. so good. Yep. Him calling him wizards the whole time was really good. 
Yep. Wong, yep. you're invited <laughs> to my wedding. Yeah. Oh, God. I loved that so much. That was the best little just throwaway line. Yeah. What was the... Wong, f- you're invited to my wedding. What's the funniest laugh you got in the movie? Uh, the funniest... The biggest laugh you, you felt The biggest the laugh... I would say the biggest laugh I got was Spider-Man fighting against Thanos, going in and out of Doctor Strange's portals, going, magic! Magic again! Magic with a kick! <laughs> and then he's like, magic with a... <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. That was pretty great. I uh, I think the rocket wanting Winter Soldier's arm was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that was really I'm going to get that arm. I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> How much for the arm? <laughs> he just stares him down. And, uh... Oh, and of course, and of course, mother. F- yep, that was a pretty good laugh. Yep, that was a good one. I like uh, I like Rocket <laughs> saying like, whenever Thor was like, "Oh no, you guys can't have weapons like that because your brains would explode from like you wouldn't be able to lift it and you know all these consequences." And Rocket's like, "Is it weird that I really want to do it more now?" <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I like great. Thor's interaction with them because, like, Thor's I, trying to deal with this, like, immense loss that he just experienced. And they're, like, the most plucky set of people. And he's just like, yeah, I can play off of this and be plucky, too. Yep. Oh, God, I got a lot Don't going call on. us plucky. We don't know what yeah. that means. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was another, of like, that scene where they're trying to work out what's going on on Titan. Yeah. And... <laughs> Tony just like has to stop entirely stop everything and be like my brain is going to melt out of my head because these guys are so stupid yeah it's pretty great <laughs> um so like there was a lot of really good levity in an incredibly serious movie yeah thing we haven't really even touched much on Thanos um I don't know man Thanos is a character what do you think Thanos is an actual well-rounded character. Like he has he has this this calling that he, you know, he has to balance the universe and he'll do whatever is needed to do it. And it's not even that he feels like, oh, I've got this divine calling. It's like he saw what happened on his world and was like, I'm going to stop that from happening on other worlds and they will all thank me for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he really thinks they're gonna thank him at this moment, and he's sitting there. He's like, look, the last shot of the the last real shot of the movie is watching the sun come up over a thankful universe. Yep. Uh, the hardest decisions require the strongest wills. Yep. It's it's such a it's such a such a wild decision to try to to think is a good one. Like like that's not. I don't know. I I just. I like Thanos. I like his motivation of basically like his motivation is the same as like a deer hunters. <laughs> yeah, you gotta call the herd every now. Yeah, and then. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta call the. The universe needs pruning. Yeah, but that's not necessarily true. Like, it may be true in one planet that it's getting a little too big for its resources, but it might be on another planet that's just reaching the point where the population can withstand itself or like you know like where the population is just turning a corner that life is better you know what i mean um well it seems like he's only picking planets that 
are on that downward spiral. Oh, I don't like think was, so. It sounded to me like, what planets? He, th- he saw what doing it to the entire universe, half of the universe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, he I assume like, he's doing right, that. I've t- done this enough times. It's time to just go ahead and preemptively get everything out. Sounds like he's just doing it to every planet indiscriminately. So I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. He's choosing planets. <laughs> well, the way that he was talking uh, to Gamora about it, where he said, uh, like, your planet was on the brink of of spiraling into nothingness. You know, you were scrounging for food. And what is it now? It's this thriving paradise and everybody's happy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, can we can we talk about the surprise upset Red Skull? Uh, I've been saying it for years. I wanted Red Skull back. And uh, they finally brought him back. I'm a little disappointed. We were right. I'm a, I was right. I'm a little disappointed that we probably won't ever see him again. Because it seems yeah. like that's just that seems like what they're doing with his character. Like they seem that yeah, seems like got deposited there. He has been that's deposited <laughs> there. He's been there a long time. He's an old man now, and this is his. He's like his death is sort of his. His fate is to watch everyone get the stone that he sought. And he can't ever because he, there's no one that he loved. Like, that's... I wish they'd played that up a little more. Because, like, they could have easily had that conversation where... Because I think the obvious... Um, the obvious implication is that he can never reach the stone because there's no one he loves. There's definitely no one he loves on that planet with him at that moment. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's no it's one like, that he loves. If only my mom had come here with me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I think, kick her off the I edge. think they should have more fleshed out the idea that like he's trapped there and he will never find like they could have just if they just designed the conversation differently they could have had this really special like like there's there there's no hope for me because uh i there there was no one that i ever loved like love love i was never capable of love or something like that and then then you have her turn and say start laughing in thanos's face that he's you know He's the same way, and that he'll. But he did have someone he loved. He truly loved Gamora. Apparently, yeah. um, that is that is some tragic stuff. But I, I kind of wish they'd like tied the two together. If that makes sense, it kind of like I understand all those all those things are there, but they didn't like drive it home. I don't yeah. know. I kind of wish they like it would have felt more epic if like. They'd had they just it wasn't crafted. It wasn't that tied up in a nice little bow for you. Yeah, yeah. I just wish, I just wish it seemed a little more mythic and epic. That like you have this man standing on the edge of what he wants, and his punishment is that he, he will he will never know love, so he can never get what he wants. You know. Um, yeah. And I think that that's in there, but in a very like vague way. Yeah, and I knew what was coming too because you know in oh, order yeah. to use the soul stone, you have to sacrifice somebody. Like well, that's in we the talked comics. about it on the we talked about it on the cast. How did we know that? It's from the comics. It is from the comics. Okay, because yeah. I asked that and I thought we didn't know that it was from the comics. It was just somebody. I thought it was somebody's like email or something that somebody wrote in. And said, what if? Yeah, um, I went back and researched. And oh, like, oh okay. shit! So it is a from lot the of comics. shit. Uh, a lot of shit goes down here. Yeah, someone wrote it in as an email last week. So as soon as they got to that planet and Gamora was with him, I was like, oh no. Oh shit! <laughs> so, and then when he turns around and he's he's got tears streaming down his face, I was like, he's he's decided on it. And she was like, really tears. And then Brett's calls says they are not for him. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I want more Red Skull. I was so happy to see Red Skull. Right? It was so good to see Red Skull come back. And like when, when you couldn't see his face, I heard the voice and I was like, shit, I know that voice. Oh my God, I know that voice. Oh my God, who is that? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. And I couldn't remember. And then, you know, the face got revealed and I, I audible gasp in my theater. Yeah, no one in my theater helped me recognized him. I was like, woo! And everyone else was completely silent. Uh, my theater was not uh, very in. I watched it in regular instead of like IMAX 3D. So it meant there were yeah. a bunch more kids in my theater for one thing. Um, right. and so a lot of children were making noises. Um, and then it just didn't seem as nerdy a crew as as normal that I'm used to. Um, <laughs> but it was it, you know still had a great time myself. Um, <laughs> whew, man, good movie, good movie. Um, let's see, who have we not touched on? Talked to the Guardians. What What do you think about this banner thing where Hulk is saying no? I think Hulk is scared. I think Hulk is because scared too. In the beginning of the movie, or, we get scared to see or a guy. I think I think he's just scared because we we see a guy in the beginning of the movie who is as big as Hulk, but a better fighter. And with only one stone, he didn't even actually use the stone. He just went toe-to-toe with Hulk and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And Hulk has never experienced that before. He yeah, has never just, experienced what it's like to lose. Yeah, I just... And I, I know he's like got the mind of a two-year-old, so I think that's what they're going with. But it just kind of seems... I just don't see Hulk as a fearful character. Even if he is, like... Uh, he's never been fearful before, and even in situations where it looked like he was outnumbered or outgunned, he's never... Uh, just fear isn't what I associate with Hulk, but that's, uh, you know, I, I, it just kind of disappoints me. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm real disappointed in you, Hulk. Yeah. You could have done such great things. I'm a little disappointed in the Hulk. And I mean, Banner was disappointed in him, too. He's like, fine, to hell with you, I'll do it myself. Yeah, I loved that. I loved that Banner did it, and I loved that Banner figured out how to take out one of the Black Order by himself using the using technology, because he's, he's Banner. <laughs> yep, um, yep. I loved it. Man, I've been rewatching all the Avengers movies, and they're all so good. And I love Banner as a character, a character who just wants to be known for his mind, but is only known as the Green Hulk, Green Guy. It's just, it's it's his arc all the way through, and it's such a such a cool such a cool character. An enormous green rage monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really I love loved- your work on the da 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 da, and I lo- really love how you turn into an enormous ra- green rage monster. <laughs> Thanks. That's how Tony introduced himself. Yeah, yeah. So good. And that was uh, Banner's reply line. He was just, thanks. <laughs> uh, was- I love when uh, when Bruce comes crashing down and, and, you know, they get hooked up with Tony. And, uh, like, he goes for uh, for the suit up. And he's just like, oh, what do you think? You you like it? It's nanobots. Like, he, he does the, the unibeam, basically. The things pop out of his back and... He gets like the combined beam, and then Bruce is like, "What the hell is this? Like, I didn't. Where did you get this?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I made it. It's nanobots. You like it? <laughs> like they're just nerding out together." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I loved, I loved seeing them pop up again together. Science Bros back together. Science Bros. I also loved. Um, I loved when Tony realizes he needs to call Cap. And that he has the phone on him. That was touching to me. Yeah. Like, he didn't, like, do something, like, 
take the SIM card and run it through his other suit or, or just keep the phone number on him somewhere else. He like has that phone that cat programmed for him, like on yep. him. I don't know. It just seemed, it seemed very touching. And when he pulled it out, he was just like flip phone. He, he commented on how super old school it was for cap. You know, it's, Technically, I guess old school would be like, here, here's my number, run me through the operator. Yeah. But he's like, oh, God, a flip phone. Ugh. But he's he's got it right there. He's got it with him at all times. Even though he's, quote unquote, not on speaking terms with Cap. And then Banner says it best, like, it doesn't matter who you're speaking to, Thanos is coming. Yeah. Man, so good. Um, I'm just I'm geeking out even, so hard. Yeah, this movie. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else we haven't touched on, uh, any big major plot points. Um, yeah, I was right when we were we were predicting the plot of this movie that there was going to be two major battles going on, uh, one off in space and one here on Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we were saying that it was probably going to be like a hey, we'll take the fight to him while you guys hold it out here. Yep. And it was more like a just kind of a happenstance of like, oh, shit, yeah. how did we well, end up here? Well, kind of. They had the opportunity to try to turn the ship around, and they decided they were going to take the fight to him. They, yeah. He was like, yeah. do you concur, Doctor? <laughs> doctor, um, do you concur? Yeah, super good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Their interactions were just amazing. Yeah. I, There's I, another one that I can't remember right now that I just I got so tickled by with them. Hmm. It's hard to remember all the little interactions. I've only seen this once. Well, don't worry. I'll see it at 11 tomorrow and then also at 7. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I might see it tomorrow too. If I if I if I have the time. If I wake up in time. I uh slept in crazy late today. So <laughs> hopefully tomorrow will be back. I'll be back to normal schedule. Um yeah. Oh goodness. So Anything else you want to touch on before we cut this instant take off? Um, hmm. Let's do a little speculation. How about that? A little speculation yeah. corner. Um, I like the speculation corner. We we got we got the call call out to Captain Marvel. That's pretty yep. exciting. Calls um, going out to Captain Marvel. So apparently she is out somewhere active and reachable. Which was not necessarily what we thought. Uh, we didn't know, but that's an interesting uh, element to what's going to happen. Um, I think so. So, so Ant Man, the Wasp, and and uh, Captain Marvel are going to come into this fight. Do you think that they're this? Do you think this movie is going to focus? It, the only focus it can have is trying to turn back time in some way or the other. Either trying to get the gauntlet and bring everyone back. Or, you know. Hmm. I feel like that's the only way you can do it. Or or go back in time and change things in general. Yeah. Because, like, what else are they going to fight? It's not like, there's no reason to go fight Thanos now. He's, like, he's damage done, you know? Yeah. He He reached his goal. Unless you're trying to... Like undo his his mission, which is I don't I, I don't know. Part of me doesn't want them to do that because it'll feel like the whole the old Marvel uh, criticism of you know those deaths don't matter. But this was so many deaths. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
quick list of people that turned to Ash. Correct me if I, or like add on any if I miss some. All right. Uh, we got Black Panther, Spider-Man, Bucky, uh, Sam, Wanda, Peter Quill, Drax, Groot, Mantis, Doctor Strange, Maria Hill, and Nick Fury. Yeah. Uh, Falcon? Did you say Falcon? I did say Falcon. Okay. Sam Wilson. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head other than that, but it's hard when you just hit a list. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a huge, huge number of people just disappeared. Crazy and ending. It's, it's, it's people that we know that we're going to see again in future movies just because we know that future movies are coming. Uh, we know that Spidey is going to be back. Peter Parker is going to be back because we know that he's got six movies in his contract. We know that Spider-Man 2 is supposed to pick up like moments after Avengers 4 ends. But like that doesn't that doesn't take away from like what our characters who are left are going to have to do to get them back or what they're going to have to deal with emotionally before they can get them back. Yeah. <clears throat> I just, oh god! Or the sacrifices movie. they're gonna have to make to get them back. I think yeah. I, I think that's the idea. Like with this, this movie was about what are you willing to sacrifice? And even in the case of Wanda, if she had just been willing to sacrifice sooner, then maybe he couldn't have reversed time the way he did. That's one thing we don't know the, how the time stone works exactly. Like, can you reverse it weeks and weeks and weeks, or can you just reverse? <laughs> can you just a, sit there a minute, rolling it back? Yeah, or or can you only reverse it? Can you are you only reversing back one action that was taken? Or are you reversing back all of time? It's it's a little confusing because um, it seemed like in um like in in Doctor Strange when he uses it, he, they're still moving forward while he's backing the time up and causing the city to be put back together. So there's this kind of strange, uh, I don't know. There's a strange element to the to to the time stone that we haven't. I don't fully understand how it works. Um, but it seems like maybe if Thanos never knew what they did with the Time Stone, if they destroy it before he ever got there, um, Peter hesitated in killing Gamora. Um, the only one who doesn't didn't hesitate to do what he had to do was Thanos, and he's the one who won. You know, yeah. and I think in this next movie we're gonna have to have that same sort of thing, like to save half of the universe, to go back and save them. What are what are they gonna have to be willing to do and willing to sacrifice? Uh, and I think they're going to sacrifice themselves and others <laughs> to to make it happen. You know, God, yeah. That's that's my it's... prediction for the next movie. Is well, that everyone's going to have a big sac, a lot of sacrifices to make. Yeah. To yeah. bring back everyone else. God, but Cap said we don't trade lives. They're going to have to learn. Oh. I think that's the, I think lives. that's exactly the point. Like they don't trade lives, and that's why we lost. And that's why, oh, I forget what it what, hurts. What would they say? Oh, that's from another Marvel movie. I can't remember. He's like, we don't do that. Yep. That's why we lost. Can't remember though. Or maybe it's not even a Marvel movie. Yeah. I don't think it's a Marvel movie. Maybe not. I can't remember what I'm thinking of. Um, <laughs> it's probably just something like Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like something they would say. Um, <laughs> yeah, crazy, crazy movie, man. I really enjoyed it. God, yeah, I, I want to get back on a uh, on a bit more sleep, and uh, after a couple more viewings, I want to I want to really dive into this. 
Yeah. Because this instant take is, I feel like we're just like. We're, yeah, we, there's no, there's, this awe. is not enough. This is not enough. We need more. Uh, we need more. So if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this and you dig what we're doing, talking about Marvel, uh, we're going to do more of it this week. We've got probably another, another full on cast about Infinity War, as well as we're going to dig into how this is going to affect the TV world because we've got, I don't know what they're going to do for Luke Cage, man. Yeah, Luke Cage comes out in mid-June. Yeah, so Luke Cage is going to come out in the middle of this. Are half the people going to have disappeared on Luke Cage? Is I don't that, know, man. Is that going to happen on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because like, if they undo everything and it never really happened, then everything is just a what-if. You know, you know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't know. It well, makes... I mean, the, the TV shows are in a weird pseudo-separate timeline, or they're in a different... Not, they're not supposed to be. Don't time. be talking that shit. No, I mean like we don't know. We don't know exactly when the the shows are right. Happening. We don't know when they're happening. That's true. Um, so, but it, you know, season two could be in a different place in time. That's true. I thought about that. It could be before. Basically, it, they, I don't think they're going to set it after. If anything, they'll set it before. Um, before Infinity War. The yeah. the only thing that, uh, but but. With with Agents of Shield, they have always been on time with the movies. They've always been, you know, yeah. Right yeah, when something happens, current. it all it always current. So, the, yeah, what's gonna happen there? I'm really really interested. It actually comes on tomorrow night. If I can at all find a place to watch ABC live, I will because <laughs> I'm super interested. Nope, yeah. I lied. I I've got a gig. So, well, oh uh, well, don't <laughs> have to be Saturday. Saturday morning. Uh, well, maybe we'll get together Saturday and do another cast. Um, I cannot do Saturday at all. I'm so okay. busy this week. Well, sometime, sometime this week, we'll try to do some yeah. more casting about this movie. Um, we got a lot. Just good stuff, man. This movie was great. Hope you all come back and listen. Uh, please subscribe if you're new to the cast. Uh, we're the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU to leave your voicemail. Uh, that's another thing we'll probably do in the coming Infinity War talk is cover your feedback. So um, if you have feedback, get it into us at any of those places, and we'll put it on the show next week, and we'll have a yeah. big, long, big conversation about this movie. Um, I mean, we've already got voicemails about it. Oh, do we? Wow. Okay, yeah. well, we'll be covering those this week. Got a lot, a lot more Infinity War news to come. So uh, come back, and I can't, I can't wait to see what what Agents of Shield does tomorrow night. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I, I love same. how they've handled the movies so far, and I hope that they, that continues. Um, just don't know how they're going to handle this big of a thing. If half the crew disappears, then what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what happens to our show? Yeah, for real. I mean, that's a real serious concern. Like. What happens to the show if half of the, half the cast disappears and it's the last season and just for the last four episodes you don't have the you don't have half your characters? That's a weird way to end a show, but it, like I don't see a way around it if this is the last season. I'm, yeah, I'm, especially if it's current. Yeah, I find myself really hoping it's not the last season. Um, all right, guys, we'll be Jeez. back with you sometime this early this week, hopefully, with some Agents of Shield and some more Infinity War talk. So please subscribe, like us review us on iTunes, all that good stuff, so more people can find us. Um, Peace out. Until next time, true believers. 